So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Hey guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Instinct. I hope you guys are having the best week ever. It is Wednesday. We're almost there. We're almost through the week. We can do it. Let's let's get through it. Okay, you guys. So as you can tell by the title of today's episode, we are talking about something that's been in the news a lot recently. And by recently, I mean that this trial literally ended on a Thursday, so not even a week ago. And that is crazy. And it's for a good reason. It's for a very good reason. And this case is making a lot of people very, very angry. So I wanted to talk about it today. So if you have been keeping up with the news lately, I'm sure that you have heard a lot about the case against Brooke Skyler Richardson. She goes by the name Skyler, and recently she faced charges of aggravated murder, involuntary manslaughter, endangering children, tampering with evidence, and abuse of a corpse after she buried her newborn daughter in her backyard. Yeah, that's a lot. This case has reminded a lot of people of the Casey Anthony case. Not that anyone forgot about it, but they have been comparing this case to the Casey Anthony case a lot. A lot of people are saying that Skylar is Casey Anthony 2.0, that she did the same thing, that she, you know, we, we will get into the verdict of it all because I want to talk to you about that too and run you through everything. But a lot of people are really heated because they believe that this is very much a similar case in a lot of ways. I think that people are just kind of, you know, seeing everything kind of pan out the way it did back when Casey Anthony was on trial. You know, the young, white, single mom who ends up with a dead kid. And it's like, well, what happened and what is the deal? And I think a lot of people are really mad because of the verdict, which we will get into. And I don't really want to talk too much more about it without giving anything away. So let's just jump right on into it. Skylar Richardson lived in Carlisle, Ohio, and she lived with her parents, Kim and Scott, and her brother, Jackson. Skylar was a cheerleader in high school, and she also worked at a summer camp for kids with disabilities, and she actually ended up graduating honors in high school, and she was planning on attending the University of Cincinnati with hopes of studying nursing. So she kind of had everything planned out how she wanted it to go, knew where she wanted to go to school, knew what she wanted to study once she was in school and her friends did describe her as a very put-together person. She always had her hair perfect. Everyone said that her clothes could be okay and her makeup could be okay, but her hair needed to be perfect, and she very much wanted everyone to think that she was perfect. She was very much a perfectionist in that way. She always presented herself very well at school and to her classmates and her peers. She always had nice clothes and, you know, looked very put together. Her hair was always perfect. And she really just looked like your all-American, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. Never someone that anyone in a million years would think would bury her baby in her backyard. So let's back it up a little bit. Let's start at the summer of 2016. And this is when everything really 
started. So in August of 2016, Skylar met a boy named Trey Johnson, and she knew Trey through one of Trey's cousins because Trey did not go to the same school that Skylar did. So she met him through his cousin, and the two of them started talking over social media before they ended up meeting up sometime within the first week of August, is what he said. So they meet and they kind of start dating, and they date for about a month. And Trey said that within that month time period, their relationship became sexual on two different occasions. One of those occasions was protected, and the other was not protected. And after about a month of them seeing each other, and right about about it was about like August twenty sixth is what Trey said. He said that the two of them ended up breaking up and it was more of Skylar's decision. Trey was about a year older than Skylar and he was going off to school and he was about to start his freshman year of college. So Skylar told him that it would be best if they ended their relationship because she wouldn't have time for a boyfriend. It was her senior year of high school and she wanted to spend it with her friends and just spend time focusing on her last year in high school and not have to worry about a long distance relationship with a boyfriend. So the two of them ended up breaking up and according to Trey, they really never spoke after that. Trey said he tried to reach out once, like once or twice just to get like sweatshirts back because you know, like when you're a girlfriend, you always take the guy's sweatshirts. So he reached out to Skylar to get his sweatshirts back, but he never ended up hearing back from her and the two of them just kind of stopped talking after that and had no communication. So now let's fast forward a little bit to May 2017. And at this time, Skylar was a senior in high school and all she was really focused on, you guys, was prom and her friends and graduating and the next chapter of her life. She was not focusing on anything else, but on May 7th of 2017, that all changed. So on May 7th, it was a Sunday and it was the same weekend as her prom. Prom had just gotten over and it was a Sunday. And on May 7th, Skylar had given birth to a baby girl in her bathroom, in the bathroom of the home that she lived in with her parents. Which, mind you, she lived with her parents. So she gave birth to a baby girl in the bathroom of the home that she lived in with her parents and no one heard a single thing. She named her daughter Annabelle, and according to Skylar, once Annabelle was born, she waited about several hours to see if there were any signs of life from Annabelle, but she never opened her eyes, and so Skylar indicated that she was stillborn. So she then took Annabelle and buried her in her parents' backyard. Now, the reason this whole case even came to light in the first place was because on April 26th, 2017, Skylar and her mom decided that it was time for Skylar to be put on birth control. So they made an appointment at the OBGYN and Skylar and her mom went in together and Skylar went back into the room with the doctor and they did, you know, like normal practices, talked about birth control, blah, blah, blah. And the doctor was named Dr. Andrew. He told Skylar, that he wanted to do a pregnancy test. Now, in the trial, he said that he couldn't remember if he said specifically that he wanted it to be a pregnancy test or if it was just a procedure you know, protocol type of test. And so he had her go down the hall and leave a urine sample. And within a short amount of time, it was known that Skylar was actually pregnant. So she found out she was pregnant on April 26th of 2017. So something you might be wondering, which I was wondering, which is why I am bringing it up, is how does Skylar not know that she is pregnant? 
well. She actually told the doctors that she had her period just about a month before she came in for her April 26th appointment. So from what she was telling the nurses, she said she had really regular periods. Nothing was off, nothing unusual. She just was there for birth control. So the doctors never really thought anything of it, which is why, you know, they were kind of surprised when a pregnancy test came back positive and Skylar is saying that she had a period just the month before. So Dr. Andrew was the doctor that was working with Skylar this day. He told Skylar that her pregnancy test came back positive, and according to him, Skylar was very upset when she was told that she was pregnant. She started crying, and she said, I'm not ready for a baby. I can't have a baby. Don't tell my mom. I'm not ready for this. I'm going to college, blah, blah, blah. So she starts going on and on and on about how she just cannot have a baby right now, but she and the doctor do some more tests and find out that she is actually 30 two weeks pregnant so even if she wanted to let's say get an abortion she was way past the limit and the time frame of being able to do so so she's now 32 weeks pregnant and had no idea all along which brings me back to my point of how do you not know you are pregnant for that long of amount of time um who knows but yeah i don't know there's no there's really no answer for it Dr. Andrew then took her into the ultrasound room in hopes that showing her the baby and showing her the heartbeat would kind of, you know, change Skylar's perspective a little bit. But he said when he took Skylar in there and did the ultrasound and showed her the baby's heartbeat and showed her the baby, she still was just very upset. She wasn't speaking. She wasn't saying anything. She just looked very upset and unhappy with the whole situation. And when her and Dr. Andrew started talking a little bit more, Skylar asked that he did not tell her mom. She did not want her mom finding out about this. She did not want her mom knowing anything about it. Dr. Andrew then asked Skylar to come in the next day to do more testing because Skylar's mom was in the waiting room while all of this was going on. So when Skylar said that she didn't want her mom finding out about it, they didn't really have a lot of time to do all of the detailed testing that would have had to have been done because think about it. If Skylar was 32 weeks pregnant, roughly in April, she had to have gotten pregnant in about August. So for all of those months being pregnant and not knowing you're pregnant and not taking the right steps and doing things properly. So Dr. Andrew asked Skylar to come in the next day and Skylar never ended up following through with that appointment. But what they did end up doing, and this is where it kind of gets a little tricky. So Skylar was going in to the doctor to get birth control pills. And when she got there, Dr. Andrew had written her a prescription and had sent it to the pharmacy like he gave it to the nurse he gave the prescription to the nurse the nurse called the pharmacy pharmacy was making it and then they found out she was pregnant and so Skylar asked the doctor because she didn't want her mom to find out about the pregnancy if they could just keep the prescription and she wouldn't take the pills because she really 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 did not want her mom to find out about this then several months passed and it's now July 12th 2017 and Skylar was scheduled for another OBG GYN appointment. And this appointment was again for a follow-up on birth control. And the nurse who was working this specific day was also the nurse who was working the day that Skylar found out that she was pregnant. So when she saw on the schedule that Skylar was coming in for birth control, she was kind of really confused because why would Skylar be coming in for birth control when just two months ago she was pregnant and she was here and she just found out that she was pregnant and the whole thing was very questionable. So everyone in the office was pretty eager to see what became of that pregnancy 
see did she have the baby what's going on and when Skylar came in she was actually seeing a different doctor that day this doctor's name was Dr. Boyce and Dr. Boyce was told about Skylar and her pregnancy and what had happened when she came in previously so Skylar comes in for her appointment and she gets greeted by the nurse and typically how OBGYN appointments go and typical doctor's appointments in general is that the nurse will bring you back to the room that you're going to meet the doctor in and they will take your blood pressure and do your weight and your height and all of those things and so that is what the nurse did for Skylar and what she realized is that Skylar had lost approximately about 20 pounds since the last appointment that she had. She was about 149 when she came in in April and was about 119. So the nurse left the room and watched as Dr. Boyce went into the room and the nurse was in the room next to Skylar and the doctor. So they were kind of sharing a wall and the nurse says that while she was in the other room with a different patient, she heard sobbing coming from Skylar's room that she was in with Dr. Boyce. So once Skylar had left, she left the office, Dr. Boyce and Dr. Andrew, I'm not exactly sure why Dr. Andrew didn't see Skylar that day. That was really never made clear, but Dr. Boyce was talking to Dr. Andrew as well as the nurse, and he ended up telling the two of them that Skylar told him that she had actually buried her baby in her backyard and that it was stillborn, and that is why she did it, and she was really nervous and didn't want her mom to find out, and she didn't know what to do when it happened. And so she just decided to get rid of the body. Now, when Dr. Boyce and Dr. Andrew were talking, the two of them made the collective decision to call the police to tell them that Skylar had possibly given birth to a stillborn baby and buried it in her backyard. The police had gone to Skylar's house and they were able to go to the backyard of the home. They obtained a search warrant and that is when they did some digging and they found the bones and the remains of Annabelle buried in between two trees in the backyard. The police officer said that it wasn't really hard to find her because the burial that was made that Skylar had made for Annabelle wasn't dug very deep and so it didn't take a lot of effort to try and find Annabelle. They had to pull back some of the vegetation in the backyard and then they did some dusting with just a duster that they use and they actually ended up finding a bone sticking out of the dirt which is where that led them to the rest of the remains. So Skylar was brought in for some police interrogation and Skylar said that the night of May 7th leading up to her daughter's delivery, she didn't go to sleep that night because the whole day she was experiencing really bad cramps. So she was going through the day, had really bad stomach pains. She couldn't sleep at night. She said her back hurt, her stomach hurt. She was in a lot of pain, so she didn't go to sleep. And then in about in the middle of the night, she went to the bathroom and that is when she ended up delivering her daughter by herself in her bathroom. She said she took Annabelle outside, took a small gardening tool, and dug a hole in her backyard, and then she put Annabelle into the hole and put flower petals on top of her, and the flower petals were actually from her prom just a couple days prior. She said both of her parents were asleep in her house, and they heard nothing, and after that, she said she took the towels that she used, and just a couple days later, she ended up throwing them away in the trash. 
she then tried to clean up everything even more by using like excess amounts of bleach so much bleach but she still said that her parents never suspected a thing which a lot of people have been really scratching their heads about on this one is because how first of all how do you not notice your daughter is pregnant is what a lot of people are really struggling with and then how do you not hear her having a baby how do you not hear her having a baby in your in in her bathroom just a couple rooms down like it makes no sense how they would have never heard a thing and then this bleach smell the bleach would have had to have smelled in her bathroom so would you not question her as to why her bathroom smelled like so much bleach like it just doesn't really make sense so a lot of people are really really irritated at that and saying that the parents knew the entire time that the parents were in on this and they helped her cover it up and they've just been kind of playing the role as not really knowing anything during her first interrogation the police asked her if this was an abortion attempt if she did not want to be a single mom if she just couldn't take it and she decided to get an abortion on herself and kind of perform one on herself because she was so past the time limit that she would have been able to do so if she had known right when she got pregnant Skylar insisted that this was no abortion she didn't try to do this she didn't want this she never would have done this in a million years she would never do that blah 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 but she did say which kind of contradicts everything I just said that she said she said that she did end up googling on multiple different occasions how to perform an abortion and how to go through with an abortion what to do during an abortion and things like that which if you would never do that ever it's kind of odd that you would go ahead and go so far as to look it up but Skylar said that she just looked it up and she never actually did anything to make herself have an abortion And just to make it clear, Skylar never went back to the doctor, any doctor that we know of for any follow-up appointments or blood work or checkups or anything like that. She got told that she was pregnant and she, that's, that was the end of it for her. She didn't tell anyone. She didn't do anything about it. But it was the second police interview that Skylar had that led to her arrest. So during this interview, she ended up telling the police that she tried to cremate Annabelle. And she told police that she might have squeezed the baby too hard and the baby cried and might have been alive for about five minutes. During the trial, the defense really honed in on the fact that this was a false confession and that this couldn't be used properly because Skylar didn't have a lawyer and she was just coerced by the police, police interrogation. The police were breaking her down, which I don't know. I would never say that I burned my baby because I would never do that. So I don't know. I feel like no one could ever convince you to say something like that but then again I've never been in this situation so I feel like I don't very like really have much leeway to say that um but Skylar was arrested on July 20th of 2017 and when the trial began the defense really held on to the story that Skylar did not kill Annabelle and that Annabelle was stillborn and Skylar panicked about what her parents were going to think of her and ended up disposing her body in the backyard they also tried to use the defense that the baby wasn't far enough along to be considered an actual child so they went there um the prosecution was taking the angle that Skylar did not want to be an 18 year old single mom and that is why she ended up performing an abortion on herself and murdered Annabelle after she was born by burying her in her family's backyard Skylar obviously pleaded not guilty to all of the charges that I stated in the beginning of the episode I think there are about four or five different charges that were against her but she pleaded not guilty to all of them so let's talk about Trey Johnson for a second the baby daddy and all of this because he had no idea 
He had no idea that Skylar was pregnant, that he was a father. And Trey's mother actually came out and read a statement to the court. She said, quote, not only did I lose my first grandchild, but my baby boy lost his daughter for a baby that she called it. We are just as much the family as she is. I would have taken her in with Trey without question. Now instead, every May 7th, I don't get to have a birthday party for my first grandchild. Instead, I send her balloons to heaven. End quote. So when Trey's mom said that Skylar called the baby it, she's not wrong because in a lot of the police interrogations, which by the way, you can find all of them, if not most of them, if not all of them online, um, but Skylar keeps referring to Annabelle as it, um, which, you know, a lot of people say that this kind of desensitizes people to the fact that this was a living human being by saying it, it doesn't mean as much and it's not as big of a deal to them in their mind. And the judge on this case, Donald Oda, actually stated in court to Skylar, he said, quote, I believe if you had made different decisions, Annabelle would still be here. I think that your choices before birth, during birth, and after birth show a grotesque disregard for life, end quote. And what he meant by saying during birth is not only did Skylar not go to any of her doctor's appointments and her checkups and follow-ups and things like that, she actually was taking birth control pills every single day. She was taking those birth control pills every day single day is what she told the police and she said she didn't think that it would hurt the baby she didn't know that it would hurt the baby would it hurt the baby she didn't know she was confused she didn't mean it for it to hurt the baby which at that point I don't know I just feel like there's a lot of different ways that this could have gone if she was trying to hide the fact that she was pregnant from her mom but still wanted to make it seem like she was taking birth control until she figured out how to kind of approach this whole situation there's you don't have to take them like you she could have I don't know like thrown them away day by day or pouring them down the drain like there's different ways that this could have happened other than her taking them because why are you taking them there is nothing good that comes out of taking birth control pills when you are already pregnant first of all that makes no sense why would you do that second of all this just could have been handled so differently like this this just did not need to happen I don't understand why she decided that taking birth control pills were the right way to go to about it and here's the thing she's an honor student she's a smart girl and for her in her police interrogation the first one that i watched she said that she didn't think it would hurt the baby you're smart she's smart she knows that this that doing this wasn't going to help And during the trial, when Dr. Andrew took the stand, he said that it wasn't like the taking birth control pills wasn't going to have a negative effect on the baby or it shouldn't have had a negative effect on the baby. But you, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not a doctor, so maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like there's no good that can come of taking birth control pills when you're already pregnant because the point of taking them for most people is to prevent pregnancy so if you're taking birth control pills and you're already pregnant you guys get it it just makes no sense it makes no sense so I want to talk about this also because I read this a lot when this case first came out and that was Skylar burning Annabelle the reason that this was ever really a thing to begin with was when Skylar had her first police interrogation. After the interrogation was over, her parents came into the room. And obviously, there's video cameras in police interrogation rooms. And Skylar was talking to her dad. And her dad said, What happened? Like, just tell us what happened. What did you do? And Skylar said, I tried to cremate the baby. 
So this led people to believe, obviously, that she tried to burn the baby, and then she ended up telling police that she ended up lighting Annabelle's foot on fire and let it go all the way to her chest. But by the time the remains were found, since it was about two months later, it was inconclusive as to whether or not that actually happened. So no one was able to figure out if Annabelle was ever burned or not. And Skylar's defense team has again said that this is not that this is a false confession basically because she didn't have a lawyer she was coerced by police she didn't know what she was saying and yada 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 so i like i said i don't think anyone could ever interrogate me into saying that i burned my baby but who knows we are just two very different people, I guess. So something to also touch on here is Skylar's eating disorder. And this was brought up a lot throughout the trial. So all of Skylar's family attested to the fact that Skylar suffered from an eating disorder. So she was constantly fluctuating with her weight. She would gain a little weight, lose a little weight, gain a little weight, lose a little weight. So Skylar having differing weights a lot of the time wasn't a surprise for her family which is why they say they didn't notice that she was pregnant they said that because she was always going up and down in her weight it wasn't weird for her to look a little different on a day-to-day -day basis the defense also used this eating disorder to their advantage and said that Skylar's eating disorder could have affected the baby's development, which is why it was delivered at 32 weeks and why it was stillborn. Now, I want to talk about the texts because these are, I think, so telling. Like, I think that this is like the the giveaway here so these text messages were really raising red flags and eyebrows for a lot of people and understandably so so these texts were shown in court and just 24 hours after annabelle had died skylar had texted her mom whom again they were saying never knew that she was pregnant and skylar texted her saying quote i'm literally so excited for dinner to wear something cute yay my belly is back now i am taking this opportunity to make it amazing end quote. Then, the morning after Annabelle died, Skylar texted her boyfriend at the time, Brandon Saylor, saying, quote, last night was like the worst ever, but I feel so much better this morning. I'm happy, end quote. Okay, we're going to take a short break, but we will be right back with more of the Killer Instinct podcast. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems a little counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's Instant Alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in a place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments Apartments.com's instant alerts mean that you can spend less time looking for the perfect place and more time on just doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. All right, you guys, welcome back. Obviously, these texts are like huge red flags. Who says this? Who says this right after their child has died? Right, right after they go through something so traumatic like that. And then she went as far as to text her mom saying, quote, I'm literally speechless with how happy I am. My belly is back. OMG. I am never, ever, ever, ever letting it get this bad again. You're about to see me looking freaking better than ever before. I think it's 
end quote. Sorry, I can't even speak. End quote. I think it is obvious to say that anyone who is mourning the loss of a child would never say something like this ever like oh my god my body's back like what is wrong with you oh sorry it makes me mad um so when police went in and looked at skylar's phone and web searches they also found that skylar had googled quote how do i get rid of a baby on the internet and skylar's defense team says that these texts were taken out of context and much of what the prosecution was trying to accuse skylar of including the web search of how do i get rid of a baby was simply just half truths and couldn't really be taken very seriously i don't know how you don't take those seriously i don't know where where anyone can consider those half truths i know that people say that everyone mourns differently and everyone grieves differently and that's a very big topic when talking about cases like this and talking about murder cases and saying that well yeah everyone grieves differently and everyone takes things in a different way and you know some people grieve by going out and getting drunk every night and some people grieve by staying in and just crying their eyes out every day so it really just depends on the person but I think that all goes to an extent personally I'm putting my personal opinion in here for a second um I think that all goes to an extent so to say you know I'm so excited to get my body back like you're gonna see me back and better than ever and I think the text message that she sent her boyfriend Brandon is very telling last night was literally the worst ever but i'm happy now like what who says that Uh, i don't know so on september 12th of this year so not even a week ago skyler was found not guilty of aggravated murder involuntary manslaughter and child endangerment and was only found guilty on gross abuse of a corpse the jury deliberated for about four hours and 25 minutes and on friday this past friday that's literally insane to think about that this just happened days ago the judge ordered skyler to serve three years probation so i was shocked like literally jaw dropped to the floor shocked when i heard these results so i went to twitter and i asked you guys what you thought about it because i really wanted to hear your opinions on this case so i'm going to pull up my twitter for a second if you are not following me yet you definitely should because i like to hear your guys's opinions on the cases that i cover that way i can insert them in the podcast and we can kind of have an open discussion so i asked you guys on twitter what your opinions were on the verdict of this case And one of you said, I think it's Casey Anthony round two. If it was really an accident and her baby was stillborn, that's sad. But then why would you send a text the next morning saying that you're the happiest you've ever been? That doesn't make any sense to me. And five people liked that tweet. So personally, I completely agree. I think that it doesn't make any sense that you would go and text someone like I literally just said, like you wouldn't text someone. I'm the happiest I've ever been after experiencing something as traumatic as a stillbirth. If that's what really happened, you know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't say things like that. You just, you wouldn't. So another one of you said, it makes me so confused and I'd love for you to cover it next. So yes, here I am covering it and it makes me just as confused. Um, one of you said, honestly, I'm torn. I was convinced she was innocent, but the more I think about it, I'm the more I'm not sure. If the baby had been born healthy, what would Skylar have done, especially with how the media paints her mom? I'm imagining myself in her shoes. I'm positive I would have handled it differently, but also the thought of going up to your parent with a baby is scary. What would her mom or dad have done? Healthy baby or not, anyone our age would be scared. 
I think that this is a very valid point because we always talk about, oh, I would never do this. I can never be this type of person. And I think a lot of us know who we are as a person in our character. Um, but again, we never really know like how we would handle something if we're not in the position that the other person is in. So I understand where you're coming from when you say you don't know how you would have handled it. I think that, yeah, definitely if you put it in the perspective of, let's say Skylar's parents did not know let's just say that for let's let's play that card for a second Skylar's parents did not know and Skylar has a baby let's say the baby's healthy what is she gonna do walk up to them and be like guess what your grandparents like that's it's definitely an odd picture to paint but I would take that any day of the week over what Skylar actually ended up doing I think that like I said she's a smart girl I don't think that she you know I don't know. I just don't think that... I think she's smart. And I think that this was a very... I want to... I don't know. We're going to get into my thoughts and opinions in a second. But I just... Yeah. That's where I stand on that one. Um, And then another one of you said, it is freaking bonkers. And I could not agree more. So to talk about my thoughts for a second, I don't know what to think. I... Like I said, I believe that she's very smart, but I also believe that she has a lot of demons. This eating disorder that everyone keeps bringing up and the fact that she was so quick to be like, I'm getting my body back definitely shows me her insecurities and um, things like that. But at the same time, I think that it is very, very, I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like maybe it is possible that her baby was unhealthy and because she didn't know that she was pregnant. Um, again, I don't know how you go that long without knowing you're pregnant. I know that there's those shows called I Didn't Know That I Was Pregnant and women end up having perfectly healthy babies like in bathroom stalls and in random public places because they didn't know that they were pregnant. And the question always is, how do you not know that you are pregnant? And so I think that that really hits me with this one because how do you not know that you're 32 weeks pregnant? I don't know how you go through life just not knowing that and just knowing your body. I think that everyone knows their body and so I don't know I just kind of struggle with that um but even though she was struggling with demons I do believe that she was very smart she was an honor student she you know worked with disabled kids she was a cheerleader like she was your picture perfect painting and I think that that's why she got the the uh, sentencing that she did um I think that this would be a very very different situation if we were in if we were talking about a different person but I think it's because it's this pretty young white blonde girl that she got what she did. Um, but I personally believe that if I, I know this is kind of annoying because I really am going back and forth here, but I really am just trying to think. I do believe that she was scared either way. I think that she was scared. I do believe that the parents knew more than they are letting on. At least one of them had to have known more because you do not not hear your child having a baby in the room just doors down from yours. It just doesn't happen. You don't you don't not hear it. You don't not know it. You don't not question what's going on. Um, so I do believe that they had a little bit of a part in it, but I do believe that she was scared. But I do believe, like I keep saying over and over, that she is smart. I I think that, you know, looking up how to get rid of a baby is very odd. I think it's very, very odd and very suspicious and very just shady. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Here's the thing. I would not be surprised at all if she had, you know, 
if if she had an abortion and kind of gave herself an abortion I think that the fact that she was so quick to go back to her normal life speaks volumes that's what I keep going back to she was so quick to be like I'm so happy I'm the happiest I've been I can't wait to get my body back and go to the gym it definitely screams suspicious to me um I do lean more on the side of she gave herself an abortion or she did have the baby and the baby was alive and she ended up murdering her daughter, unfortunately. Um, But I would love to know what you guys think about this. Please let me know. You can email me your case recommendations or your thoughts on this case at killerinstinctpodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM me at Savannah Brimer on both my Instagram and my Twitter. And with that being said, you guys, that is going to be it for me today. I do want to mention something very exciting and something to get excited for. I am doing Hollow Week this year. I am so excited. Um, I did this last year on my YouTube channel, but we are bringing it over to the podcast this year and I cannot wait so hollow week means there's going to be a new true crime podcast episode every day of the week leading up to Halloween I cannot wait I'm so excited this is like my favorite time of the year and so I cannot wait to share these stories with you because they are crazy and I know I say that a lot but they're like extra crazy this time so definitely be on the lookout for that subscribe make sure you are following this podcast leave it a good rating please it definitely helps me out it means a lot to me and with that being said you guys i will see you next week for a brand new episode of killer instinct that's all from me today you guys have a great rest of your week stay safe so i i know you've got a lot going on but remember i'm here for you So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.